You name it. Also, whatever shows up for me on any particular day, we get to chat about that as well. <laughs> and um, today, as as you know, if you've been with me a little while, I'm working on the 75 hard, which involves a bunch of physical activities and drinking water and dieting and all kinds of fun stuff. I have added, ooh, excuse me, no smoking, no coffee into my routine. So that's where the yawns come from. So I will apologize because they just continue to happen no matter what I try to do to combat them. And we have to read 10 pages of a book every day. So that led me to doing Recovery Dharma with you for, I don't know, I think it was almost two weeks And now I'm reading Joel Osteen's Next Level Thinking. And it was a free book that I got when I went to to, um, the church that I tried, Northway Church. And it's just crazy. Sometimes I feel like when I was reading this today, I actually had this thought. I said, hmm, maybe the universe or God, if you're a God person, or just everything happens for a reason. If you're not in any particular faith bucket, maybe this challenge was a way for me to read things to share with you that maybe you wouldn't have had the exposure to otherwise. I don't know. I I feel that way sometimes with the things that I'm exposed to that I hear about them just in unexpected, interesting ways. So that's what I was thinking about because today's topic is about shame and the chapter that I'm reading is called Remove the Shame. And I'm going to try to go over some of the highlights of of the notes that I made here. And what the other thought that I had was how do I share this message with those who don't necessarily have a higher power. Because as you know, I don't want to be dictating to anybody anything. Like I want everybody to do what they're comfortable with as long as they're moving towards not gambling if they have a problem with gambling or just improving their lives as human beings, even if they continue to gamble or if you listen to the show and you're not an addict of some sort. So those are kind of my, you know, baselines. So the way that this was taught in Joel's book was from a God perspective. And I'm not sure if I'm going to do a very good job of delivering this message with without the God part. So if you can kind of, I don't know, if you're in that camp, it's funny because as I was, was trying to, as I was trying to think about it, it ended up that, well, if I tell you the things that he's saying, you know, I'd want you to believe me. But then I also don't want to come across like I'm trying to say that I'm God because I'm totally not God um, or higher power or anything like that. But I am going to be the messenger in this case. That's, I guess that's 
what I'm going to say. And as the messenger, when I tell you those parts that I'm sure I will get a little feisty and passionate about because this book just does such a nice job of, of, uh, saying it, just, just take it with a grain of salt, I guess. (laughs) That's kind of where I'm at. So that's my big prelude to what we're going to talk about. So the beginning of the chapter starts off and he, he talks about, we've all heard the phrase, shame on you. When you didn't clean your room, you were told shame on you. When you were mean to your little brother or sister, shame on you. And it's funny because until reading this, I had never thought of the actual magnitude of the meaning behind that. And it's true as, as kids and even as adults, we've heard, you know, shame on you. Like, I associate it with, yeah, you did something naughty, but I didn't really think about having to have that feeling of shame. So it's pretty eye-opening. It says we try to use it to convince people to do better, but shame does just the opposite. It causes us to feel guilty and unworthy as though we don't deserve to be blessed. And he gets into a bunch of stories. A lady who had... Um, given up a baby for adoption, a man who had an affair, he mentions addiction. And, you know, these are just mistakes and and pieces of, of life. And basically, he says that in these, in, in some of these stories, either God or church personnel, like God said to the lady who gave the baby up for adoption, shame off you. And that's, that's just such a interesting sentence. Shame off you. And, and, and the, like I said, it's kind of tricky to say this without saying like God saying that you don't have to feel shame, but that's who is the voice in this book. And he wants he wants us to learn how to say shame off me, you know, and have that mentality of shame off me, like stop punishing ourselves, allow us to forgive ourselves. And, um, it's funny. There's a statement in here, you know, it, in his experience, he found it more difficult for people that people struggle to forgive themselves even more than forgiving other people. And it digs a little deeper. You know, the question is, will you forgive yourself? And if you do, you know, will you shake off the shame? And I know I've said to you, this is this is how I think we have to um, approach it. And this is where my bucket, my bucket theory comes into play. And I think it works for people who may not have... Um, decided to have a relationship with higher power. And oh, by the way, if you don't know me yet, that was me. That was me the first couple of years of, of GA. Um, that was me most of my recovery life until the last year, year and a half when I, I got really deep into my step 11 work. Um, and I landed, ooh, excuse me, sorry. I landed more on the universe side of it through the meditation and and mindfulness, you know, where my higher power is the universe. However, some of that I did going to church. And it's funny because the needle keeps keeps moving. You know, I, I still don't know that I would call it God. That's just my comfort level. 
However, I have no problem going to church now on purpose, not just for weddings and funerals, to hear whatever the message is. Like, I believe that it's really weird, my beliefs. I believe that the messages are for me when I'm there. And I believe, like, I believe that that happens and I'm supposed to receive them. So it's interesting that I don't really worry about who the messenger is. I define it as the universe is the messenger. So that's why when I started at the beginning of the show, it it's not really about who the messenger is. I just hopefully happen to be the messenger in this case. If you're not familiar either with this book or this concept, or you just need to hear this message today, that's really the end game is hearing this message. Um so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you a little bit of the book. Next Level Thinking says, You may have made mistakes, but the moment you ask God to forgive you, he will not only forgive you, but he'll take one step further and not even remember it anymore. The condemning thoughts trying to remind you of your past, saying things like shame on you for being unfaithful or being dishonest or being rude, whatever those things are that you feel shame around, not only do you have forgiveness, like it's in the past, it's, it's done. And I've, I've chatted with you guys about this as far as things in my life. Like I feel that things like more so on the things that may not have been, you know, super favorable in my life, instead of dwelling on them and having the poor me, I now think the universe that they all happened because it developed me into who I am. And I'm really, I really like who I am who I'm becoming because I'm definitely still have so much more work to do, but I'm, I'm very comfortable saying that I like the road that I'm on. I like the dreams I have. I like the way I treat people. I like the way I feel most of the days. I don't like how I react sometimes to some stuff, um, which goes into the opportunity areas. And, and shame is not one of the things that I give a lot of power to because the things that I did. So here's another whole philosophy that we've never really chatted about, but I don't, I don't give, um, shame for things that I did in the past when I was either gambling or drinking. I don't give it the power. Now there's a school of thought that addiction is, you know, a disease or addiction made you do it or whatever. And that's the concept that we we haven't really explored, I don't think. But whatever the thinking is, it's done and it's in the past and I can't change it. And by hiding things that we're, we're shameful of, to me, keeps giving those things power to make it so we can't move forward in life or appreciate life on the fullest. So I really, really love this shame off me. Shame off me. And, uh, you know, shame was a word they talked about so much when we were in treatment. There were certain people that the counselors identified as having, you know, a whole lot of shame and guilt. I wasn't one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. And I, I didn't really, since reading and doing some of this work with you guys, I really had to try to explore what what are things that I'm ashamed of. And I'm ashamed of the things that come to mind that I've been ashamed of is things like the way I've treated people, um, the, the way 
I showed up in the world as very selfish and, you know, very me, 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 me. Again, I can't change that past, but I can show up in a lot better form and be about, you know, you, 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 or whoever I'm trying to serve and work with and, and help along this journey. So I really like that. So shame off you and then not remembering, like not remembering in a, in a hanging on to it kind of way. And honestly, if you're, well, I guess, I guess, um, God or the universe wouldn't even put parameters about it. If, if they're saying don't even remember it because it doesn't serve you, then don't even remember it. Let it go. Like we talk about letting things go all the time. So let's let it go. I want to just flip through and make sure I'm not forgetting anything else. Um, here's another valuable quote. Before you can reach your highest potential, you have to get rid of any of the shame. So shame off you, shame off of everybody. I'm, this is the part where I'm not saying I'm, I'm God by any means, please. But I am saying that I, if you need a person, if you need something, if you need something to, or someone to say to you that you deserve to be rid of the shame, I'm telling you that. Shame off you, shame off every single one of you that's listening to the show that has shame that is, holding you back in any context, whether it's your relationships, your life. If you're not being your best you because you're hanging on to shame and or guilt, that wasn't necessarily the topic, but these things don't serve you. And I struggle with guilt a whole lot more than shame. So that's why I'm going to put that in that bucket. You know, I felt guilty today locking the dog in the bathroom, but the dog was making me freaking insane. But I still feel bad about that. Or I feel guilty, um... Sometimes with with just this is where it gets confused with, you know, how people receive me. I feel guilty sometimes that I'm not pleasing everybody. Um, and that's on me and that's something I'm working on. So guilt off me and shame off me and shame off you and guilt off you. That's kind of it's kind of the message today. Um, this book is although it uses God stories, even if you're not a God person, I would I would recommend it. I'm enjoying it and I'm learning things. Um, And I'm almost done. So we'll find out what I learned from my next book. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm going to read a Dr. Eamon's book again. Um, That's the next one that's in the pile out there. So I will continue to share with you uh, as we go. And, and just a reminder, guys, I am gonna stop with the two episodes a day. We're going to wrap that up for sure this month. I will probably spend a little more time with you in the morning after the daily reading and then whatever, you know, we need to chat about. I, I need to start getting a little bit more balanced. Um, my day job is ramping up some, even though I'm not back in the office, there's a lot more focus. Like in my world, I'm working on the fall day to day right now the Christmas program and I'm already working on Valentine's day and spring and mulch of 2021, just to kind of put it into perspective. So I'm on a whole lot of time frames. Um, and before we get into holiday mode and it gets a little busier. So 
there's that going on. And then I'm, I'm so freaking excited. On August 31st is going to be the first day that the email challenge goes live. Um, if you... If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's, you know, the website is now live and pretty and I'm fairly confident I haven't looked, but I was told that um, the information about the email challenge is live on the web. The, the premise is you would get a daily email from me with like a teaching of some sort and then different homework action items. And the idea is to start building that foundation to quit gambling. So it could be, I mean, ideally, if you took the challenge and made the commitment and you were ready, it's to kick you off of your first 30 days, right? Um, And it's just a different approach. It's more like Bobby style approach and things that work for me. Things that it took me, you know, a total of six years in recovery to sort out. I'm going to try to give those tools to anyone that wants to give up gambling or anybody that wants to participate in a different format. I'm going to deliver it in a different style because one of the biggest things I've learned is the resources that are out there aren't necessarily the right fit for everyone. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to continue to try to just open doors on other resources and share what I know and share what I'm learning And, you know, my whole gambling career, my whole recovery career until the last few years has been, what are the options? Go to GA. Maybe go to a shrink. And I've heard so many stories about people going to shrinks and stuff. Gambling addiction is its own little beast. And if psychologists or psychiatrists or counselors aren't necessarily trained in that arena as a specialty, they may not know how to help gambling clients. So that's become a big direction in my life is to try to help fill some of those gaps in the resource in the resource um, community. So that's kind of what the email challenge is about. So that's pretty that's pretty exciting. So that is part of why um, I won't be with you twice a day. But honestly, I'm pretty sure, and if I'm wrong, tell me on one of my social media platforms, email me, tell me, but I'm pretty sure not any one person has listened to all 314, yeah, I think we're on 314 episodes. I'm lying. We're on 313. Pretty sure nobody out there has digested all 313 episodes, so I guess I'll be giving everybody some time to catch up, but there there still will be daily readings and, um, you know, five days a week you'll get, you'll be with me and they'll probably be longer than 10 minutes since I can barely keep myself within the 10 minute parameter that I promised months ago anyway. So that's all my exciting stuff, guys. Um, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be with you and I, I want to, you know, shout out all the new listeners we keep growing. I mean, it took, it took, um, what, six months or so, seven months we started at the end of November. So if we called it December, it took about eight months to get to the 10,000 um, download mark. And now 
we're we're already almost up to four, you know, fourteen thousand. It's almost four thousand in a month. Like it's just increasing. And I know that you're out there and you're finding me and you're you're checking me out. And um, I just appreciate you being there. I, I've gotten, you know, some emails. Really wild, really wild. I got an email from someone that I went to um, exercise classes with at the local Y. And she was kind enough to send me a note that she stumbled upon the show. I don't even really know how. And it's not that she's a gambling addict or anything, but um, she found value as not a gambling addict. So that was a a big compliment. And um, it was pretty exciting, you know, that she told me she would be listening. So shout out to her if she's listening. But those are those are the things that are are bringing me joy and and hopefully um, I can continue to try to make a difference in as many people as possible. So thank you for growing with me. It's also very exciting. All right, beautiful people. I am. This is Tuesday nights are supposed to be my nights off. That's what I've called them. But I am going to go do a little bit of work because I'm really behind in all my side project stuff which is okay. And I want to go to Zumba tomorrow night outside if possible before class. So yeah, I'm going to get my button here. But I hope you guys are all well and I will chat with you in the morning. See you here.